Hi guys, this is Sam. And this is Anuel. And this is Murderous Intentions. So, today, I just want to say, um, have you ever heard of an Amber Alert? Yes. That's pretty famous now. That's how we find people. I mean, find little children, mainly. So, do you ever wonder, like, how it came about? I heard I heard a story a while ago, but do I know much about the information? No. Okay, so do you ever wonder how they came up with the name? No, I have my I have the notes in front of me, but <laughs> you know when we talk when you told me about it, I'm mm -hmm. like a girl named Amber. Yeah. That's all I know, you know, and. Um, thanks to her, we have that now, so any kids that are lost, you know, they have a pretty good record with that, Amber, if yeah. I'm correct, yeah, so. So, there, it is about a girl, um, for the Amber Alert, um, her name is Amber, um, so, now here's a question to you guys, have you ever asked yourself how the Amber Alarm was created you know was it the person who was the person that created what was the per you know what is it about um who thought of it who found of it why was it founded um and so forth so here's a brief description about the amber alert mm -hmm. so the amber stands for americans missing broadcast emergency response so it's kind of like similar to when there's a weather uh, emergency weather, you'll get that you know annoying buzz sound on the TV, or they'll give you that annoying buzz on your phone saying mm -hmm. severe weather or weather alert. Um, so you get the same concept when it comes to an amber alert. You'll get it on the TV, or f it'll do the same part, um, and your phone will buzz, and you'll get the amber alert there. Um, some people can turn it off, the notification. Um, others who are parents or who kind of have that understanding that, you know what, this is something that's important, they do leave that function on on their phones. I don't even think it's, I mean, I'm a grandparent and my wife, you know, like needs to hear it, but then she gets all upset about it. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's a good notification because you could be in the area and possibly help. Yeah. You know, so or you might have saw something that you didn't, you know, you didn't think was related, and then here comes that amber alert, and you're like, wait a minute, exactly. I just saw something that seemed familiar to this. Right. That um, the car looked like this, or you know, um, I saw somebody who looked like that, or you know, right. such forths. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, um, it is. It stands for American Missing Broadcast Emergency Response, and it was created as a legacy to a nine-year-old girl named Amber Hagerman. Um, it is how we notify when a child has been abducted. So if the child, say, God forbid, anybody out there, their child goes missing and they realize that, they automatically will call the cops to explain what's going on. Whether it's a relative or it's a stranger, they will go ahead and start sounding the alarm as long as they have all the recommended information to proceed from there. Um, but now, this story 
is about two things. It's about the Amber Alert and the young lady who stands, well, the young girl who stands behind it. Um, so you might want to say, who is Amber? You know, who is this Amber Hageman? Hmm. Well, let's just say she is a she she was a lovely girl named Amber Renee Hageman. She was born in Arlington, Texas on November 25th, 1986. So hearing that that she was born like a like maybe a week or two prior to my birth, it, it kind of hit more closer to me. And I was like, OK, I, I really because previously I was going to do a different case. And instead, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this case because, yeah, she was my age, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, her parents, their names are Donna Whitson. Um, back then, it was Whitson. Now, she's um, Donna, I think it's Williams or Norris. Um, some papers said Norris. Some papers said Williams. Um, I'm not exactly sure on that, but I know at the time of this... Um, it was Whitson, and her father is Richard Hagerman. Um, she also had a little brother named Ricky. At the time of this, he was only five years old, oh, and he loved, you know, being around her. Like, they were very together. Yeah, close. Um, so, she also was a Girl Scout. Um, and that morning, she was actually selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, wow. So, and she also loved to ride her bike with her brother. Um. So, yeah, so like I was saying, she liked to ride her bike with her, her brother. Um, so, on January 13, 1996, Amber, with her mom and her brother, were out selling cookies, Girl Scout cookies to be more precise, um, in the morning. Um, and she finished her whole box of cookies. Um, so, like her mom said, she was really awesome at selling That's and cool. making people buy more than what they really wanted to get. Mm -hmm. She's a salesperson. So, yeah. Um, and if you ever watch, like, the movie um, Amber Alert, um, it's the actual story of what happened. Um, uh, got tongue-tied. And lost my head right now but it's the actual story of what happened to her um, just in the whole effect where you can see you know yeah um, but it you if you see the movie it was just like they were so tight these three you mm. know um, the dad was in Cali so he was you know away from them they're in Texas dad's in Cali remember that yeah um, so, they normally go to the grandparents' house about three to four times a week. Oh, wow. So, and they were, like, very close in the vicinity. So, I think, like, they lived, you know, not that far from each other. So, they would visit often. Mm -hmm. um, and they would often leave their bikes at their grandparents' house. So, that way, they could just ride the bikes there. Mm -hmm. um, so, normally, they would do a loop around um, the, the area. Mm -hmm. And then, they would use the bike ramp by the abandoned grocery store to go ahead and ride their bikes. So that day, that's exactly what they did was, you know, they went to their grandparents' house. They said, you know, if they can go and do a quick ride. Mom says, you know, stay close to each other, but go ahead. Um, 
with the fact that Ricky was only five years old at that time. So definitely she wanted her daughter, who was nine, to be, you know, watching her brother. Yeah. So Ricky ends up, you know, um, so yeah, tongue tied. I'm sorry, guys. So on that day, riding her bicycle in the parking lot of the abandoned grocery store with her brother, which meant, like I said, many of the kids used this bike ramp um, to go ahead and do their tricks and do all these other stuff. Um, so Ricky, after a while riding their bike, he decides he was going to head home and leave his sister to enjoy, you know, her her riding. He didn't want to mess it up for her, but he decided to head back home. So when he headed back home, um, they asked him, where's your sister? Oh, wow. Um, so he said that she's out, you know, at the abandoned grocery store riding her bike. So the grandfather goes to go and go down there to go get her. Okay. Now, they left to go bike riding together at 310. 318 um, <laughs> is when everything went down. So in a matter of eight minutes, this all happened. Just telling you. Mm -hmm. um, so when a man in a pickup, a black pickup, okay, guys, mm. um, he goes and he snatches her from her bike, pulling her into his truck and driving away. Jimmy Kendall... Um, which was an older man, was the only witness, okay, reported that Amber was screaming and tried to kick her kidnapper. The kidnapper was described as a white or Hispanic man who would have been in his 20s to 30s. Um, at the time, he was under six feet tall and he had a medium built. Um, he had a black or brown hair. And the vehicle he drove was a full-size fleet-side single-cab black pickup with a short wheelbase. It was it was in good condition at the time, um, where there was no visible damage, no chrome or dripping, um, and a clear rear-view window. Mm -hmm. So, you know how most people, they put their designs on it. This one had no designs on it. It was just... Uh, <clears throat> Simple. Yeah, they usually like to tint them and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Which you would think in this case, he would have tinted his windows, make yeah. it where you can't see. Yeah. But the good thing was that this um, Jimmy, um, he was actually doing, repotting his plants um, and noticed what happened and called. Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. You know, it was a good thing he called while he, it, he was seeing everything go down. So, yeah. Um... So after a massive search and looking at internal and external friends and families and the surrounding areas, they came to the realization that they didn't, that they couldn't um, find her. Wow. So now hold your heart. If you don't want to, um, if you can't do with this anymore um, or you're starting to feel a little heavy, I would say skip a little bit forward um, and... Just listen to the rest of this, of everything. But this is where it gets a little bit deep. So, four days after Amber's kidnapping, a man walking his dog stumbled upon her body in a creek behind Forest Hill Apartments in Arlington, 
Texas. It was by the by an apartment complex less than five miles from the parking lot where Amber was last seen with her bike. Mm. Um, so an autopsy an autopsy was later performed, revealing that Amber had been kept alive for two days. Um, I actually thought it was three hours, but it was actually two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and after being taken, she had been beaten, sexually assaulted, and then her throat was cut. Her body was then tossed at, into the creek where um, she was then found by the dog originally and then the man looking mm-hmm. for his dog. Yeah. Um, so police have further information that they refuse to release just because they don't want the people to do false confessions and say, oh, you know, I have a friend who told me he did this, 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 this to the girl. And, you know, you don't want people doing that. You want to be able to get who actually, you know, did this to her um, found. Now, here's the thing is that Amber's killer... Still to this day, 25 years later, has yet to be found. Um, but the detectives are still working very hard on trying to find out who did this. Um, even the ones who had retired already, they still go and le- give a hand to the new detective who has this case now. Um, and his name, if I'm right, is Gil- Gildan. Um... And you can be honest, once you type in her name, you get a massive amount of news articles. A lot of it may seem like it's repetition, but each one has a little more information than the next. Hmm. Um, And I didn't want to proceed with having a lot of information of what was being done um, during the whole case. Because, as like I said, the case is not um, closed. It's still a cold case Mm -hmm. that they're still trying to work on. Um, They do have some forensic information that with now that forensics has been at its peak and they're trying to do like what they did with um, the green, the golden state killer and what they did with a lot of other um, crimes um, where they using, you know, um, the DNA genetics Mm -hmm. um, to be able to hopefully find out who did this to her um so amber's abduction prompted the creation of the amber alert which grew into an international child abduction alert system but at first it wasn't that easy she had to protest a lot about getting it done and trying to go and you know get people to understand we need this you know um they also give credit to this other lady who didn't really know at first about the about amber and her abduction her name was donna something i can't remember exactly i forgot to note it down but amber's mom was like the biggest advocate for this um and it was because she was like no parent should feel this way mm-hmm. you know we should have it where within Within a certain amount of time, we have this alert go out to everybody. That way, no mom could feel the way she feels, the way she has to live. Yeah. Um, but since 
the Texas program was implemented in 2002, the Texas Department of Public Safety has advocated 251 Amber Alerts and 263 people were safely recovered through those alerts. The department said, noting that some Amber Alerts are for multiple missing children at once, although local authorities can issue regional Amber Alerts, they must ask the Department of Public Safety to send statewide alerts. Missing children cases may have may have to meet uh, specific criteria to qualify for a statewide Amber Alert, including whether there's enough information available um, to disamend an alert to the public and the level of danger the child could be in. So basically, you have to be able to say if this person is in immediate danger, um, what, how the child appears, um, have if maybe did you see this person take her what kind of vehicle how you know kind of like yeah. give some some information that way they can be able to prompt people to be on the look for right so that which is understandable you know yeah um in other circumstances police may issue an alert about a missing child but not through the same meter channels as an amber alert 25 years later, Amber's killer is still not found. Amber's family wants to find her killer and bring him to justice. For the detectives involved who worked with um, worked with Amber's family and worked on are still working on Amber's case, the key could be in a few new witnesses that, you know, yes, and I get it, it's 25 years later, you're probably like saying, well, who remembers what happened 25 years late, you know, before? Um, you never know. Something might trigger. Something might be like, wait, oh, yeah. I remember this. You know, I remember seeing something like this. I So getting her story out is definitely something we want to do. That way people can say, you know, it refreshes the mind. It refreshes um, something, you know, maybe a trigger to, you know, if you heard this, Maybe you have information. And if you do, please call the Arlington um, Police Department. I don't exactly have their number with me. Or you could call Miss and Exploited Children. Um, they can also relate the information um, on this. There still technically is an Amber for Amber. If you understand. Um, like, there's an alert. Not, you know, physically out there, but it's a record. Oh, okay. There's a record of her being missing. So that is still out there. Like, if you look at the missing um, mi missing children's ex and exploited, mm -hmm. missing and exploited children's, um, you'll see that she's still part of the missing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got it. They have it as that she's killed, but they do want her killer to be brought to justice. So they leave it as, you know, she's up there. She needs to, you know, get that that win of justice, you know. Um, so like I said, uh, whew, this case has, was a little bit heavy for me. Even though it's very short, it was pretty like, OMG, what, what? you yeah. know, she was so young. Um, to have that happen to her. So, 
And with the detectives, they're hoping that something will bring up with new witnesses. You know, that maybe they'll come forward and say, hey, I, you know, I heard this or I saw this. or I, you know, I think one of my relatives was, might have part in this. Um, now, like I said, there, there is an investigator named Gildan, um, or Gildan, I'm trying to figure out how he actually pronounces this mm -hmm. um, says whoever committed this crime there are people close to them that know what happened what they did saw something heard something or have just felt over time that they were involved in Amber's murder there is someone out there that knows what happened so you know um definitely wanting to go ahead and find out exactly who did this why they did it you know what was the purpose you know yeah she was just a nine years old girl riding her bike you know wh what was the point yeah um for some people it it's not a point it's just a fascination of you know being touching a, a young girl which I think is just like it's creepy it's like this is this is not a person you want to be touching there's plenty of freaking women out in the world and if you're not into women there's men there's transgender there's everything in the world nowadays ow um and I don't see the point in why people take kids and do things to kids they're they're innocent you know yeah they they're innocent um absolutely i don't again i agree with you i don't find the fascination and uh a grown-ass man mm -hmm. feeling some type of sexual way thinking that a girl would satisfy that i, I don't get that exactly um but to me, out of the whole story, what kind of pisses me off, and, and I just researched this, by the way, um, uh, 1,029 children have been successfully recovered through the Amber Alert system. As of today? As of, yes. Okay. Well, that's pretty I good. See, I don't see the, the, I don't really see the date, but... Um, but the only one that hasn't been helped by it is Amber herself. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up in my... Yeah. Know. Well, the, the thing is also Amber... Amber's mom, Donna, she... She stated in one of her, um... Her press conference that every time they find a child, she visits her daughter's um, grave and she says to her that they found another one, that she did it, you know? Um... We give a lot of thanks to this little girl, you know. Unfortunately, her life was taken, and a great cause came out of it. Which, being honest, as a mom myself, um, I think the first time, the first time and the last time my my child ever was like, where it was like it was just for a minute, but that minute felt like hours in my head. Yeah, you know. Um, and it was at we were at um we were at the first time at Big Lots. Not Big Lots, um BJ's. And 
she saw Dolly and we were at the checkout lane and I told her no. She was only like what? Two or three. No, she was three. She, yeah, she was three years old. I told her no, she couldn't have it. My mom was with us and she said, well, let me go see how much it costs. So my mom goes back to go and check to see how much it costs. And my daughter says, I'm going to go after grandma. I said, okay, fine. You know, and at the moment, she was still my view. So I thought she took the same turn that my mom did. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she didn't take the correct turn. So when my mom came back, and I'm looking at my mom like, well, where's where's Mika? Um, my mom was like, Mika was with you. And we both looked at each other like, no, no. Um, so I told the lady, my daughter's here, and I, 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 need, I need my daughter. So they... My mom went through the house looking for looking for her, and they actually had me stay up front, which I started getting annoyed with. Them. I'm like, no, I need to find my child. I know how my child looks. I need to find him. So they kind of like shut that whole store down. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And you can hear them saying, we have a little girl with banana curls, two little pigtails at the top, you know, um, dressed in yellow, yellow skirt, yellow shirt, and she had white shoes on. With yellow stocks. Hmm. And if anybody knows what stocks is, it's just like, it's kind of like stockings, but socks. So it's called stocks. Hmm. Um, so, and that was like the worst time for me. Ever since then, I have to know where my kids are. And if I call my kids twice and they don't respond back, they know I'm flipping out and I'm going to go crazy because I need to know where my kids are at. Didn't we also lose her in Hot Topic once because she couldn't stand the music? Yes, she left. She left, but she didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And I know she was saying her ears were bothering yeah. because of the music. The music was um, so And get this, now now she listens to that music too. Oh, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> but what, she ended up stepping out later? and she was, when we walked out, she was right by the fountain. Yeah. But we yeah. panicked for a couple minutes. Yeah, we did panic. Um, and I think that was like my only child that ever gave me that yeah. that scare. Yeah. You know? After that, everybody everybody knew not to do that to us. Because <laughs> there was a speech involved. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever lost? Or like first but second lost? Um, I mean, I remember... Losing them in the supermarket, but it was nothing major because they went to the toy aisle while me and my ex-wife were shopping. Yeah, and we're like, where the heck is? And then my wife, my ex-wife, excuse me, said, uh, "Toy section." So we went. And he was sitting down playing with I don't know how many toys in his lap. And I'm like, <laughs> and me and her were pissed the heck off. Like we thought we lost them. And he was happy go lucky, and we we couldn't do anything because we just started smiling ourselves because he was happy. You know, yeah, but, but you don't want to, you don't want to activate something of worry. Yeah, you don't want to like, oh, I, I did something wrong when, yeah, he did, but no, he didn't. He was, he just wanted to play. You know, yeah. So. But um, nothing major, like, not that I can remember anyway. I remember more Mika missing a hot topic than anything <laughs> else. Yeah. So. so if you guys haven't realized, we're. Uh, a father-daughter duo when it comes to these podcasts so a lot of our memories are close to each other um 
Yeah, that's a yeah. good point because we never really said that. <laughs> no. Yeah, how the heck does he know? Yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, so, here's the thing, though. In other places, Amber Alert is actually named. Um, like, there is. Okay. So, in Georgia, it's called the Levy Call. And it's a mem memory of a kid named Levy Freight. Um, in Hawaii, it's named after Maile Gilbert. I hope I said your name right. And it's called a Maile Amber Alert. Um, in Arkansas, it's called a Morgan Nick Amber Alert in memory of Morgan Nick. In Utah, it's called Rachel Alert in memory of Rachel Renyan. Um... And if you guys want to hear more of, um, like, the abduction with children, just, you know, let us know. If you don't, um, normally I would say, well, too bad, it's not your podcast. <laughs> but I, I would respect, you know, if you choose not to hear it, um, yeah. I would try to stay away from it. Um, but there is a lot of things that, unfortunately, nowadays, a lot of crimes are being done on children. And it's just something we I feel as a mom, um, and I know you feel the same way, um, we need to help stop. Oh, yeah. We need to be more alert. Even if it's not your kid, no. you know, you should be on the alert. Like, if you see a kid, you know, almost going into car, and you see that he's fighting to not go in, you know, whether the person says, oh, but I'm his parent, I would just to be on the safe side. You know, ask the child, is this your dad? You know, and if the child says no, you know, then pull the child towards you. Get the child away from that danger. Um, if you fear that you don't have the energy to do that, definitely call the cops. Give them a description of the car, of the gen the person. Don't you forget know? the license plate. That's one of the most important yes. things. License plate. The license plate is one thing that even though a lot of people can take them off or onto them, it leads back to the person. Yeah. You know, um, and at least it gives us a general area of even if it, the vehicle is stolen, it gives you a general area of where they stole it. Right. So that way you can have a perimeter, you know, um, well, not you, but the cops can have a perimeter yeah. on it. So you definitely want to go ahead and. Keep an eye out. Eat, like I said, even if it's not your child, at least have that vision out for that child. Be the eyes for that person. Yeah, I mean, we we have to go back to um, the village is not raised by the parents. Excuse me, the child is not raised by the parents, but by the village. Mm -hmm. We have. To, I mean, what's going on with these kids with human trafficking and um, kidnapping and all these things? I mean, it's our kids, not just mine, just yours, or whoever it is, all our kids, you know, because if it could happen to somebody's kid, it could happen to our kids too, so, you mm -hmm. know, we gotta, we gotta make sure to, you know, keep an eye out, I mean, we can't do everything, we're not, we're not superheroes, and we're not police officers, but, you know, keep an eye on the car, what color, what make, what model, if possible, license plate, and then the description of the person who's taking them. It could be a parent, who knows, but, if it's, it looks weird, it probably is weird. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. situation that the kid doesn't want to, you know, be in. So Yeah. 
and um, December alert. I mean, I can't, I can't believe that so many people were saved because of her. But she's still a uh, cold case, as they call it. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's um, kind of miserable. Like, she, through her parents, through her mother, made this a big thing. And mm -hmm. as you read off, most of them said the person's name, Amber Alert. Mm -hmm. So it's, it goes through, I mean, you could put any name, anybody's name you want on it. It all came through the other Amber Alert first. Yeah. You know. Because they can't do any other name alert without having the Amber Alert. Yeah. You know, so. And it's just, it really is a sad, yeah. it's a sad story, a sad case. Although it's short, um, but it's short because there's still missing factors. Hmm. We still need to catch this guy. Whether he's old or not, I don't care if he's a grandpa um, and a senior citizen, you know, um, he needs to be found. He needs to be put to justice. And in my opinion, he could get the electric chair for I care. But I'm not saying anything on that part, okay? Well, I mean, well, it was 25 years ago, you said? Yeah. And he was about 20, 30? He was about 20, 30. So he should be in his, like... 50s, 40s, 50s? Yeah. Well, all I got to say is that I believe that when you do wrong to kids... If you don't get justice here, you'll get it up there. True. So. You pay the, the piper one way or another. One way or another, you're going to pay for it. Especially especially with me and my belief, or what I believe, I should say. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay for it one way or another. Especially when you're doing bad things to kids. And the thing is, she was... She seemed to be like an innocent child. A very sweet, humble child who was probably willing to, you know do anything to help people um yeah. even her classmates um in one article i read where she her seat the mom went over to do like a little talk just to let the kids know hey you know um watch out for this be always on the look of your surroundings and she glanced over at her daughter's desk and it was covered in pink stickers pink cards um, pink ribbons um, and a lot of the kids w went to her and you know instead of having it where she would start you know crying they comforted her and they said you know she I really liked always playing with her she was very nice she was very pretty she was you know they always was there they showed compassion to the mom yeah you did also have some kids who was like well why did she die oh yeah you know why did she have to go? Why did somebody have to do this to her? You know, it's the common questions that any kid has. Yeah. You know, um, it's just like our our always question when the kids start to learn things. They start asking, well, why is the sky blue? Why is the sun yellow? Why is it, you know, the sun comes out during the day and then we got to go to sleep when the, the moon comes out? You know, these are questions that kids always have. And... I always try to be very honest with my kids and let them know the the truth on things. Um, and the good part was that they didn't ask me this time. Well, actually, my daughter did. Um, but she's older. Um, she's in her teens. So it was easier to tell her, explain to her what I was working on. Yeah. You know, and she was like, okay, never mind. 
Like, she didn't even have... She was like, no, I don't want to... Yeah, it's too much. I love you, Mom. Like, (laughs) um, But my boys, they were just like... They they didn't ask. They didn't come over. And normally they do when I'm working on a podcast. They want to know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm surprised because Joe usually sits on the bed and, you know, at least once... Even if he don't know what's going on, he wants to be in the room where it's done. You know, like, oh, you're doing a podcast? Can I sit down? Can I watch? You know, so... I'm like, there's not a watch. Me and your mother talking. But he always, you know, he is that interest, which is good. Yeah. So, although this murderous intention podcast was not much of curveballs and whatnot, but it was very informative. It was very, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a story we had to do, you know, and we. We do true crime. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what we're doing. And any true crime lover, podcast lover, I should say, knows that yeah, you get the evil guy, you may get the you know, a really bad woman that kills or but you also gonna kids are involved in that. You know, there mm-hmm. are there are kids that there are people that just target kids. There are kids serial killers I found out not so long ago. And yes. you know. And um to kind of title because it says kids, I've also heard um, on the news lately about not on the news on like a commercial or something mm-hmm. about um, kids that are being put to jail and they're like eight, nine, ten, twelve years old. And I'm like, we can't give them therapy first, you know? Like, yeah, they have at a young age that they could be reworked, as I call it. Yeah, you know. Well, see, and I found out. That in Canada and in some parts of Europe, they do this thing where their killer, the killer, especially if it's a child, they do go through um, a therapy session. And if they are suited after that time limit, if they're suited to be like, um, what's that word? Like released or? No, like they're... They're able to be repo- back in the population and the, you know, people. <laughs> yep. That's, that's what I'm saying. A functioning part of community or just in re- in, um, in general pop? No, not in general pop, but back in the community. Okay. You know, where they're, okay, you're you're well enough to be, you know, back with society. Uh-huh. Um, there's a word for it and I can't. It's like, it's in my head, but it won't come out. Um, but yeah, so they'll do that. Um, even for like even adult killers, if you are are seen as you know, okay, this is not something he's gonna do again. He's learned. Um, they they do let you go back into, but you're on probation. Oh yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah, you're giving them a certain amount of years of whether you know, okay, you have this amount of years where you can't do anything wrong. You know, but then even after those amount of years, if you do something wrong, everything you have to finish your time. Then I mean, but I think we should use that. I think we need that because I think especially for the children, wise, especially for the children. I mean, and then and there's people, you know, like adult people that could use it. Mm-hmm. Our jails are overrun, as you very yeah. well know. It's in the news almost weekly, if not daily. Um, yeah. But yeah. 
I mean, to just put a kid at 8, 10, eight to 12, I think that's what the age range was, just a straight jail without giving them a chance. People grow. People, you know, it could be a bad kid, but he could be made better. You know, like, yeah. and if even, if it, even if it wasn't a bad kid, quote unquote, a kid that had mental problems, you could fix it because he's still growing. You know, his mind may be damaged, but, mm -hmm. you know, with development, you know, it, I think it would help anyway. That made it longer than when I wanted it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, definitely. Um, maybe we can do one uh, one day a podcast about one of these kids who oh, yeah. are killers and see see it from a different view, a different light, yeah. um, if you want to say. But, so, to wrap everything up, please be attentive of your Amber Alerts. Please, if you see something that doesn't seem right... Um, contact, record, do something. Don't just be a standby. Yeah, we all have phones. We can always videotape. Even you know that's probably the the better way of doing it. You know, and even if you can't see the um, you can't tell the the letters and numbers on the license plate. The video camera can always be expanded too. Yeah. You know. So yeah, we all have phones. I know. I don't think there's many people that. Does not have a cell phone in their pocket. Not this day and not, age. Right. So, I mean, that's the best way to uh, uh, recording anything, and especially a situation that, and you know, like in an Amber Alert case or anything. And like the old saying goes, if you see something, say something. True. It, you know, it, we need to do that. All right, guys. So, this has been a murderous intention episode. Um, you can email us at murdersintention21 at gmail.com or you can visit our Instagram. Murderous underscore intentions underscore podcast. Or our Twitter. Yep, which is MI True Crimes Podcast. Well, True Crime Podcast. So I think you should. Spell that. Okay, so it's capital M, capital I, T R U, C R I M, podcast. <laughs> I almost forgot it for a second. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I think that's, and you can hear us on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, um, any podcast available to you. Should be everywhere. So right yeah. Now. Um, apparently, we're in Belgium as well. So, hello, oh, Belgian yeah. listener. Yeah. Um, also, to our Australian and our UK, besides our lovely USA. Can't believe we got in that far. <laughs> and have you realized um, during the listenings, um, the men have popped in more now? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's almost 50 50. Yeah. They probably thought it was an uh, all girl um, podcast. Probably. Until they realize. <laughs> Until they realize. Oh, there's a guy in there somewhere. <laughs> Alright, guys. See you later and farewells. This is Sam. And this is Anuel. Good night, guys. Bye-bye.